The Movie Hour, episode 44, July 23rd, 2009. Spoiler alert, the following hour of programming may contain both movie plots and swing. Welcome all to the Gina Davis' Storytime Movie Hour. I am Greg Maloney, and today I'm joined by my faithful friends, James and Jeff. Welcome back to the show, people. Thank you, thank you. Although I do consider you more my brother than friend. Not you, Joe, Jeff. Yeah. Jeff's just my friend. That's funny. I consider is you even a my brother, Jim. Uh, you may want to rethink that. That is, that is the cutest thing ever. We are, uh, I thought we had a moment there. We joined together today. Uh, as we do weekly, to discuss movies and anything we really discuss relating to it. But we have a couple things to bring up before we get to that. Uh, first off, we have some Facebook apologies. Jeff had a little trip uh, this last week that he's going to be discussing with us later that um, he is heading the production team on the Facebook side, and it ended up our episode was not posted. Either was the Parker Posey on Facebook. So uh, our apologies for that. That will not happen again, right, Jeff? That's right, Jeff. Uh, well, I'll probably be on a trip again at some point in my life, but maybe <laughs> you know somebody else can take care of it. I am, though, uh, head of Facebook Productions. I think is. Uh, yeah, just don't take the, the Facebook oh. security codes with you next time. So that way we can do it. <laughs> yeah, that, that that will be uh, that'll be corrected for for next time. Won't happen again. Uh, another announcement. Also, we have a special thing coming up for you guys in August. Uh, we are not able to discuss it just yet. We do know what it is for all those people that don't think we do, but uh, we are not sure about the exact schedule. So we will be pre-recording those because we're all going to be pretty busy in August and it'll be a very nice surprise, very nice surprise, the topic and uh, the the things herein. Uh, I believe that is it for the actual announcements and errata. We, uh, everyone's been busy during the summer. Uh, this week, uh, a lot of my relatives are pouring into town because we have a wedding for my sister and Jim's sister. We're, as he said, we're brothers. Uh, next week. And it's been crazy. In the studio, we've got three under under four-year-old girls running around, including like two dogs and five other pets. So it's been crazy. And uh, I'm sure you guys have had a, a crazy weekend as well. Not really. I no, I'm, I'm bored. Bored? Yeah. You were over. I saw you. You were over. You came to the studio. How about you, Jeff? I know you uh, you missed our Facebook due to a Vegas trip. Yeah. Which uh, I'm I'm dying to hear. It's story time. Obviously, it's Gene Davis' story time movie hour. So I'm sort of sort of curious how how everything went. Um. Well, the reason I was in Las Vegas was because it was friend of the show Mike bachelor party, and uh, eleven guys went went down to Las Vegas, and uh, we were from several different places. I think uh, New York. Denver, Kansas City, Dallas, Oklahoma City, Detroit, and probably one or two others were represented. Um, <laughs> and uh, we had a pretty good time. Most of the stories I am I am not going to relay, but um, we had a pretty good time. <laughs> this this was your first. This wasn't your first trip though. But the last time you were like six, right? Yeah, so no, you, I was like nine had, or ten last time I went to Vegas. Okay. So yeah, this is the first time I was able to go and really use my skill set. <laughs> Oh man, and I, uh, I'm guessing you lost lots and lots of money, or did you stay away from the gambling tables? Yeah, uh, no, um, I actually, it's, it's sort of funny because I, um, I definitely did not make money on the trip. I mean, the trip was really expensive between all the, um, booze and, uh, food that everything there is expensive, but we, I also did quite a bit of gambling. 
and um, the at uh, like at the poker tables, I actually did very well. I, I not like ridiculously well. I'm certainly not ready to quit the show because this is my cash cow right now. But uh, I I definitely did very very well at the poker tables. I think I lost quite a bit of money overall at the craps tables and uh, quite a bit of money at blackjack tables and then video poker. I think I uh, just got a lot of free drinks and broke video poker. Yeah, well, the guy behind the video poker counter was pouring everybody Jaeger bombs like crazy, and I wanted to get in on that, so uh, it was it was pretty fun. Um, <clears throat> I do have one story that I would like to tell, though. It's a poker story. Um, oh, please. Is that okay? Please, please. Okay. It's, it's it's beautiful. Go ahead. All this right, is right. a we're, this is an adult audience, so or at least it's expected. Yeah, no, no, and this is an adult. It's not really that big of an adult story, but um, so. For those of us who know how to play uh, poker games, I'm at a uh, I'm at a no limit hold'em table, and I had probably probably about two hundred dollars in chips in front of me, and and uh, I was at at the table with a couple of my other friends, and uh, the Spanish guy is at the table as well, sitting directly to my right. He kept saying, he told me his name was George, but I kept calling him Jorge because I had been drinking a little bit, and that sounded better than George because he was from Spain. Um, and George, uh, George really wasn't very good at poker. Like he, he really wasn't paying very much attention, or didn't know like how to play. Cause like he would like on a couple of occasions he like folded before uh, like where he could have checked and and just uh, or like um, like one time he turned over his cards. Uh, it was me and him in a hand, and he turned over his cards like before I had an opportunity to bet. And I looked nice. at his cards, and I'm like, okay, 40 bucks. And so he folded. Uh, but um, <clears throat> he and I got in a hand. And, you know, I don't, I didn't mind him. He was winning money. I, and, I like, I really didn't mind, like, okay, he took a little bit of my money. I took a little bit of his. He took money from other people, too. Like, fine, you can suck at poker and make money in Vegas. That's great. Have a good time, Jorge. Um, we got into this one hand, uh, for instance, where uh, the, the it was just he and I pretty much the whole time, and I was betting really hard because I had top two pair, and I didn't think Jorge had jack shit. And he just kept following me. And by the end of the by the end of the hand, there was probably about three hundred to three hundred and forty dollars in the pot. And he caught runners. Uh, he had caught runners for a straight. Uh, so the turn and the river had given him like a four, five, six, seven straight uh, with his bullshit hand. And I go, "So you caught that on the river, huh, Jorge?" He goes, "Shit happens." I'm like, okay, that's that's great, Jorge. Thanks. Um, so this guy's a complete dick. Yeah, he's kind of he's he's being a dick. Yeah. Um, right, right. So this other guy sits down. People, but this guy's a dick. What's that? Go ahead. Yeah. I said we lo- we love Spanish people. Here, we so love Spanish people. Dick. We yeah. love yeah. a tough guy. Um, so this other guy sits down to Jorge's right, and he, he's got a couple few hundred dollars in chips in front of him, and pretty quickly, uh, he, he starts, um, he, he gets into a hand with Jorge, and it's just, just those two, and the river comes up, um, and, uh, and we'll call this guy my guy from now on, because I became very proud of him later in the night, so, um, so my guy... Never learned his name? No, no. Um, oh. I had to leave the table pretty shortly uh, okay. after this happened. Um, <clears throat> my guy clearly knows how to play poker. We're not going to call him a pro or anything like that, but clearly knows what he's doing. He's two getting a hand, comes down to the river, quite a bit of money out there. Uh, so this guy call or Jorge calls this guy's last bet. This guy turns over his cards. Jorge just sits there, just sits there stone facing kind of looks up looks around dealer goes uh turn over your card sir jorge goes i know 
turns turns over turn uh, like we're all just waiting we're like and like I go like we start laughing me and, me and a couple of my friends I'm like this is like how rude can you get like that's this is incredible this guy's waiting to see whether my guy's waiting to see whether he won or lost money and Jorge is just slow rolling him and finally after probably literally 15 seconds which felt like four minutes at the table Jorge turns over his, his cards and he wins the hand and my guy just goes ballistic uh, <laughs> just like he like just you have any idea how rude that is that's incredibly poor pay, table manners I can't believe you just did that I can't believe the dealer let you do that like Jorge goes I don't care my guy goes you should care alright gets up grabs a bunch more money, comes back to the table, sits down, and we start playing again. And probably it, it, the deal definitely did not go around the table before this happened. It, this happened uh, probably five, six hands later. It's these two again. River comes up. Jorge has to turn over first, turns over pocket aces, but that's it. There's nothing else on the board. And so my guy... Just you can see it. it, like you can just see it in his eyes, and I, I shout, "Oh my god!" And <laughs> my guy turns over one card. It, it, he has paired the table. He has got a pair. He goes, "I got another card." Excuse me. Can we get the cocktail waitress over here? Looks at Jorge. Goes, "I still got another card down here. Do you think I'm going to win this hand?" Jorge, Jorge doesn't say a word. Dealer's letting him do it. Just, I mean, like, okay, like the dealer vindication. The dealer laughing. I am dying laughing along with the uh, the bachelor Mike and and a couple other people that I knew at the table. I mean, we are just giggling like mad. This guy finally flips over his other card. He's got two pair. Wins the hand. He goes, see how that feels, and it was great. And a couple hands later, I got a full house. One of one of. About four hundred four hundred dollars on that handing, and they got to leave the table immediately after that. So it was, it was a good day. It was a good oh, day for poker, man. and that is nice. that is the cleanest you, story that I have. <laughs> that's the best one. Um, the, uh, the I wonder playing. I, I don't usually play poker rooms. Craps is craps is my favorite, and I think Jim's a three card poker guy. But uh, what's What's the story playing against your own boys and taking their money? Like nobody really cared. Like I figured, no, you know, you I mean, you're playing, you're playing there at, at, like at a table. We actually got a tournament, uh, like a private table with a tournament with just our own, our own guys. Like everybody at the table was our friends. And we all cashed in. That was that was really fun. But I mean, it's not I guess like it's just playing. It's, yeah, it's not like it's we're like trying to cut each other house. up. It's just you know we're all playing together. Yeah, yeah like and there are other people at the <laughs> and table. Screaming. And Yeah, and, and yeah. So so when something hilarious like that happens, everybody's or as many people as are playing are there to see it. It was. I mean, I definitely would recommend playing poker with your friends. Awesome, <laughs> thank you. I, friends being Jim and Jeff, uh, and I like. I everyone has their. I guess their uh, casino stories. I, I made it to Vegas uh, <laughs> twice now, but uh, yeah, I'll stay stay away from those as well. And I'm sure James has his own stories. But it's time to uh, get to more more storytelling, mainly focused around movies. And I believe it is movie review time. And since Jeff had a. Uh, had the floor for so long, James. We'll uh, we'll move to you first. All right. Um, I saw probably the best movie I've ever seen as a review so far. Uh, it's really? hands wow. down. It's it's a gunga pit. You know, full 
you know, way behind it. We love it. It's great. It, no, I'm just kidding. I saw Underworld Rise of Lycans. Uh, I was gonna say. I was about to say. I've, I've already reviewed Gremlins too, so I don't. I don't really. Yeah, understand. I saw Underworld Rise of Lycans uh, released uh, earlier this year. Um, it was okay. It's exactly what you expect it to be. Uh, stylized violence. People in tight leather outfits. Um, it ends up being the. Uh, Kind of the backstory of how the first two movies get set up, so it's it's a prequel, I guess you could say. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty generic, pretty good. There's one really awesome scene in it, and by awesome I mean bad. Um, the <laughs> the two main characters, it's the gist of it is is there's a vampire, a group of vampires who kind of rule over this land, and uh, they kind of use the werewolf people as slaves, and then a revolt happens. Well, in the midst of all this, the favored daughter of the vampire leader uh, falls in love with one of the werewolves, and they like to sneak off and you know have little rendezvous. And during one of these rendezvous, they have the sex scene that's on this cliff, and it's hilarious because it's guy on bottom, girl on top, and the guy is like hanging over the cliff, Iron Cross style, <laughs> during it. And it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen as far as a sex scene. <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm just oh, like, that's what the hell is sex for? for <laughs> yeah, it's, it's werewolf sex. So it was funny. So it's this is a prequel, I guess, uh, my qu- I haven't seen it. The question is, uh, is this like medieval times? Is this way back? Yeah, this, yeah, like- this is in the times of swords and... Horseback riding, that sort of right. stuff. Right, so there's no yes. guns and crazy, no, no. crazy new so, shit. Yeah, and, this, and there's flashbacks in the other two movies that kind of allude to the story, so everything kind of happens the way you expect it to happen, so it was kind of weird, I guess, in that respect, where I already knew how the story ends. I'm sure the listeners are dying to hear, uh, is the plot awesome? Because does the plot break any of the the things that were <laughs> that were laid before it? Uh, no, the, the the plot was pretty much everything I just said. So there's really nothing else to it. Really, there's just a revolt, nice. and you know the lichens rise, <laughs> and then the lichens rise, and werewolf um, sex. <laughs> werewolf sex, indeed. Um, I I'll one up you. On a, on a movie in terms of scene, just for pure enjoyment. There's been a. I'm gonna have to go into story story mode here too. Uh, Jeff had his turn. So uh, on the Gunga Pit, we've discussed we discussed random pop culture stuff. A lot of it doing with movies. And there was a link uh, by one of our users. I think it was Scott P. Uh, about Robo Geisha. This movie that's coming out soon. That's pretty much just a spectacular. Um, I'm not going to call it a, a, a gore fest, but just pretty much martial arts going crazy, people getting killed. It's going to be great. But uh, then another user, Varys, had mentioned, uh, this is all at gungapit.com if you want to join along, um, that to- uh, the Tokyo Gore Police uh, director is also involved in this in this new movie, Robo Geisha. And I'm, I noticed that Tokyo Gore Police was a streamable on Netflix, so I caught it. I'm always looking for a, a movie late night that I'm just – just so easy to laugh at, and if I fall asleep during it, no problem. And this movie, uh, based in Tokyo, where the police have been uh, privatized pretty much, so it's sort of like a moral boundaries. The police are are sort of uh, becoming a little too a uh, little too powerful. But um, there's a little subplot I won't I won't spoil for you guys. The one the one thing I really like about this movie is just the idea of the bad guys. The bad guys are all these things called engineers that they call them, and they're pretty the police are all trying to exterminate these engineer guys 
And the engineers, the way they work is if you hurt them or, you know, like just take off a leg, decapitate their head, whatever, um, they grow back that that limb, and that limb becomes a weapon. So, for instance, in the beginning, some guy loses an arm and grows out a chainsaw. Like, so it, it starts does, out normal just, and then it becomes a weapon? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So somebody has an arm with a hand and fingers, and when it gets cut off and it's an engineer, his hand turns into a chainsaw. It's not always a chainsaw. It just happened to be a chainsaw that time. And it's just a genius idea and works out uh, throughout the film to... Uh, I guess in the, in, com- in com- comedy f- in comedic favor, and it's it's a great movie. I'd, I'd recommend catching it if uh, you want to see blood all over the place, if you want to see uh, Japanese over over the top uh, dialogue to its best, and uh, there are some very interesting special effects. I I'm gonna hand it to one person on this. Whoever the editor was for this movie should be paid a lot of money because the action scenes for being like a C movie look really good, and it's all because it's just edited, it's like a thousand shots edited together seamlessly, so I'm going to give props to him, and yeah, uh, available, streamable Netflix, so you don't have to spend any money on it if you got it. What the hell was that noise? I just opened a beer. <laughs> I think that's the, the signal that it's Jeff's turn for his uh, his movie review. <coughs> beer time. So, um, sorry, I, everybody, I kind of lost my voice uh, a little bit yesterday, and it's still, it's still kind of coming back, so I apologize if I kind of start squeaking a little bit, but um, beer helps. Beer helps. So yep. I remember puberty. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm 26. I haven't been going through puberty in four <laughs> years. Okay. Um, so I saw a movie called The Hustler. I think we're all familiar with it to some ex- uh, extent or another. It's, uh, it's a Paul Newman movie. Um, you know, I didn't really. I reviewed know this what before, haven't I? What's that? I reviewed this here at the show, actually. Yeah, I, I, true story. I, I don't really actually <laughs> yeah, pay attention. Um, <laughs> this was one of those movies. I think it's an old movie that you kind of had to realize I'm watching an old movie and take it for what it was worth. It was made in 1961. Um, I did like it though. Uh, the The acting was pretty good. I, I I honestly I thought that Piper Laurie, um, the the girl that played the love interest, was unbelievable in it. Um, her yeah. character I thought was just written fantastically and acted to a T. Um, and also uh, this guy's name George C. Scott uh, from Patton and um, how our uh, Doctor Strangelove fame were both tremendous in it as well. I was very impressed. Uh, in, in addition, I thought Jackie Gleason was very good as uh, Minnesota Fats, the the sort of rival uh, pool shark. I thought it was some of the scenes. I thought particularly the pool scenes. I thought went on way too long. Like, yeah, I get it. They're good at pool, um, and some of the dialogue I, I thought was a little bit forced, but. Overall, I was pretty impressed with this movie, and it was one where I definitely wouldn't watch it again, but I had a pretty emotional response to it. I I, uh, I definitely felt uh, it wasn't like uh, Jim felt watching the uh, Rise of the Lycans <laughs> movie. I definitely felt like a, a, a genuine emotion for, for this movie. So, um, yeah, I guess that's... Uh, I, uh, um, should I tell people about the plot? According to Greg, he's already reviewed it. <laughs> No, don't don't worry about it. Um, the one the one thing I did want to mention uh, about the 
the pool scenes taking a little too long. I don't know if they discovered the the montage that early, and not that I'm a fan <laughs> of the montage, but uh, it does help you get through uh, some length like that when you have pool game after pool game after pool game. And uh, they they did a pretty good job. Do I, I do actually remember them doing a string of shots together and just showing uh, Paul Newman getting drunker and drunker as the as the night went right, by. Right, right. And it, yeah, it was. I I wasn't. I didn't really get the. Um, Really, I didn't feel it drag on, but you do have to be like, okay, this is an old movie. Give it its give it its birth, and it was it was pretty good. There I was, was, I was a, happy with it. There were there were some bad moments. I, I noticed like very obvious bad editing in a couple of moments where like one shot people would be like placed different than the one before it or something. You know, just things like that. Right. Um, there were a couple of moments where I I was literally off put by that, but a pretty good movie. Yep. The, the the story of the editors this week, apparently. Um, uh, so recommended? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right, cool. if if you if you can tolerate old movies, this is definitely a, a classic, I would say. Awesome. Um, so story time, story time review is over. We have a, I, I've got some serious number issues I want to discuss with you guys. Harry Potter's come out. Obviously, we discussed this two weeks ago in length and just a little tidbit last week. Harry Potter is... It's making big numbers, but I'm sort of afraid here because Harry Potter is not putting up the numbers Transformers 2's did. And we've talked about how much I hated Transformers 2 and hopefully uh, how much everyone else has hated it. it, it it's dropping in, uh, in I guess, in box office numbers, but it's still huge. Uh, for example, Harry Potter made 58 mil. They opened on the same day. They opened on the same day during the week on Wednesday. Um, 58 mil opening day for Harry Potter, 62 uh, for Transformers, which isn't that big of a deal. But opening weekend, Harry Potter only made 78, while Transformers made $108 million. So we've been trying to keep track of the box office because there's been some promises made early on, which was going to be number one. And I don't know if Harry Potter is going to catch up. There is one one um, ray of hope in Harry Potter, not that we discussed between worldwide box office and American box office, but it made a lot of money uh Worldwide opening yeah. weekend also broke the record. Um, it uh, was I, I know it's up to 236 mil worldwide. Transformers is at 398 worldwide, but they've obviously been out for four weeks now, so three weeks. Um, yeah. So what do you guys think? Harry Potter will it have uh, more legs than than Transformers? I think it will actually. I think it'll have a little bit more legs. I don't think it's going to be a lot, but I think it'll it'll do a little bit better. Uh, farther down in its you know releases, I don't know that it'll have enough to pass up Transformers. I still think Transformers is going to end up with the top spot. I agree one hundred percent with Jim. Jim. What Jim said is exactly what I think. Um, and you guys haven't been able to make it out there. I know Jeff was in Vegas. James, you were talking about it. We uh, we did not catch Harry Potter this week, did we? Yeah, I decided to record the show instead of go to it. I have my chance I'm sorry. Right now, but I know. You know I, uh, I'm here for you guys instead, and, and the fans. <laughs> I appreciate it. I know the fans. Stupid move. The fans do too. Uh, one other box. <laughs> one other box office thing. Tibet. I want to mention. Uh, Hangover officially takes the rated R comedy best best of all time. Wow. At I didn't uh, 236 that. million. Yeah, and uh, the question is, do you know what was the previous rated R comedy uh, best? I would have to guess Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop did it. Yeah. Wow. I remember that. Had a, had the record for a long time. Yeah, I was surprised, too. Like, Beverly Hills Cop, it's a funny movie, but, you know, maybe it's just because we know Eddie Murphy sucks now, and it just it I guess what surprises me yeah, more than anything about that is um, 
that it was so old. I mean, like all the records, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, like all the box office records seem to be held by recent movies. That's pretty impressive yeah. that yeah. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop, I mean, when did that come out? Like uh, late 80s, early 90s? Uh, sounds I was going to say mid-80s, actually. I think it's been a while. Really? Yeah. Well. You'd know, Jim. You'd Somehow know. I still have uh, Axel Foley theme stuck in my head, so I don't know how that happened. <laughs> As it should be, as it should be. <laughs> All right, Jeff. This isn't the Jeff show. This isn't the Jeff show. It's the Gene Davis story time show, or movie hour. Sorry. Give her her room. Uh, last tidbit that's not box office related. I For those that have been keeping a tr- uh, tabs on G.I. Joe, uh, The Rise of the Cobra, first thing I want to mention is the one why thing I like... <laughs> The one thing I like about this movie is how they're not going, they're not waiting for the sequel to say, all right, this is going to be the Cobra's turn. They're just going right out in the beginning and say, okay, G.I. Joe, Rise of the Cobra, this is going to be the bad guy's movie, very first time. That's what I like about it. Um, second thing, there's a new clip out there that people have been raving about that, it's not leaked, but just something they, they showed. And it has the Baroness do, have, with some dialogue, not just her good looks. And, it's it's so bad. It's um you you will recognize the part where uh, Damon Wayne's character and I forget the <laughs> I always forget or the sorry Damon, Damon Wayne's Marlon Wayne's it? no it's Marlon Wayne's I I keep on sliding it I don't remember that's the guy that's with him that are funny. yeah that's playing ripcord um that are in the super suits and they're like dodging missiles it's another uh it's off that same scene but it doesn't have that shot in it and it just has. It has the Baroness with some guy driving really fast in this pretty much like Hummer vehicle that has all kinds of guns on it, rail guns, probably just some kind of, I don't know, missile launcher of some type. And it's flying through downtown. And these guys, these guys in the super suits are just breaking everything on their way by. And somehow it turns into like a comedic setup where they're just telling jokes as they're flying through in the air with (laughs) these super suits. And it's, it's so bad. Like, so the, I don't the Baroness looks like the Baroness, though, right? From you know, yeah, she days. does look like the Baroness. I, I'll, I'll yeah, give I'm it pretty that. sure that's but, why they you know named it the Rise of Cobra or whatever, is because they fucked with everybody else's appearance. So <laughs> no one's even like recognizable anymore. Yeah, it, she does look like it, but she doesn't sound like it. She sounds like she was like raised no accent whatsoever. I don't know what the like. I guess Michigan would be a good example of just having very little accent English, and it's just. I've been told they were uh, quite nasal. Know. Yeah, maybe we are. Maybe we are. I, I'm not sure what the, the perfect no accent people would be from America, but I guess that'll be something. I, to look I for. actually uh, uh, know the answer to that. If you're curious. Yeah, please, please. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, oh well, it might not be exactly right. It's it's someplace in Ohio, and I'm pretty sure it's Dayton, um, because it was the first nationwide broadcast, and that's and so they decided that that is that is going to be just that's what English sounds. Interesting. Like. Yeah. Broadcast like, like radio? Yeah, yeah, radio broadcast. Like, and that that is, gotcha. um, like, you know, it's not like like that's proper English. Like, it, you can have proper English from you know from from England or here or there. Right, that, right. That's that's like standard American English. That's awesome. Hmm. Is that you Never get that from that. your education? <laughs> I got I got that well from done. my education. God bless te- God bless technology and God bless. Uh, education. So those are those are my my tidbits for the week, and we do want to discuss a little bit. We have Jim's quiz coming up soon, and we sort of wasted a lot of time on uh, on Jeff's terrible Vegas story. But we do want to talk a little more about Vegas, and it it was it, it was all started by by Jeff's uh, recent trip to Vegas, and we wanted to pretty much bring up all the stupid and maybe serious movies that involve Vegas gambling, 
maybe a little risk taking involved, <laughs> and uh, that 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 will be our next step. The one, the first thing that came to my mind, easy easy target was Casino. And James, you haven't seen this fucking movie, have you? Correct. I have not seen this movie except for maybe like a scene here or there on cable. What? Well, yeah, a scene being. <laughs> Seriously, I've not seen this movie. I thought you were like a Scorsese fan, like he was your boy. I like, thought you were like a boy. movie fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my boys are whoever you assign to me, so I'd have to ask you guys. Yeah, um, no, you're a yeah, Scorsese a fan. Go see Casino. Okay, <laughs> I've watched some movies to see then. It's a good movie. It's five five thousand hours long, but it like. De Niro does a really good job in this movie. I like Scorsese's. Um, I maybe Scorsese's my boy. Maybe Scorsese's my boy. Sharon Stone, man. James but, Woods, and then James Woods. Yeah, I was about to bring up James Woods. Leave me alone. And James Woods <laughs> does a great job. And Joe Pesci and uh, De Niro's play play off each other do pretty well. And it's um a timeless classic where you can see a lot of blood, a lot of uh relationships. Don Rickles, he's in that movie, and a few yeah, and a few knives in the back, and a few knives in the back. Yeah, he is. Um, and, and Kevin Pollack. And a uh, little tidbit. I'm using tidbit all over. A little story about Kevin Pollack. I don't know if you guys know this, but Kevin Pollack has an internet show called, I think, just the Ke- Kevin Pollack Chat Show. And it's it's worth checking out if you're a Kevin Pollack fan. I had no idea he had it, and it's it's interesting. It's just him in a black backdrop and just actors and random producers, whatever. This is a podcast? Um, yes, it's a, a podcast. It's all... Um, I believe it's a podcast. I don't think they have a an, a live release. Actually, I know they do a live because they have they have people like chat in like in the chat room. He has the chat room right there, and it's it's pretty funny. Um, I like the so I, like I guess the you thing call about it, Kevin Pollock finding out that we here at the movie hour are plugging his show and him saying, yeah. "Who the fuck is the movie hour?" <laughs> <laughs> that makes me smile. Oh yeah, he, I I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan. So that was the fr- that that was an easy target. I just I wanted to take that down. What what do you guys what do you what do you guys want to discuss? Well, I Good think one of the, the best. Wait, no. Yeah, one of the the best uh, gambling ones around. It's got to be rounders. I mean, that's yeah, not absolutely. saying it's directly, but just I mean, whenever that movie is on, I can watch it the whole way through. I could have seen it a gazillion times, and I'm still. Completely content to watch that thing. There's just so yeah. many good characters and good play off each other. The acting's good in it. Just a good movie overall. Right? Are I, you uh, uh, are you a Mount, uh, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Damon fan? Matt Damon. Matt Damon. I don't mind him. I wouldn't call myself a fan, but I, I don't mind him. He was decent. I do like uh, Norton. was, Norton's good. Yeah, Norton was good. Yeah, great role. He, he, he had a well-written part in that movie, and he played it pretty well. I thought. I actually I brought yeah. up to one of our uh, one of our poker dealers or I kind of brought up at the table just that like none of us would be here playing poker probably if it weren't for that movie like that movie I think really exploded Texas Hold'em um, on yeah, the national scale and the dealer who barely spoke English said something about like everybody's looking for that three stacks of high society I'm like whoa that was that was pretty weird <laughs> like, starts quoting movies to you yeah don't splash the pot <laughs> yeah don't splash the pot so that I got a kind of a kick out of that but yeah, yeah there, there are a lot of those, a lot of those great casino movies. Uh, you know, it had because you brought up Casino. I mean, Godfather Part Two is a lot of casino stuff, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, the movie, um, the movie, The Cooler uh, had a lot of casino things going on in it. That's a good movie. I like that movie. Yeah, I, like, I, I, like I haven't seen too. it actually. The the yeah. movie that uh, the movie that restarted uh, Alec Baldwin's career supposedly. He was good. In uh, it. Could be. I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you know the premise about that 
that one, but it's basically a guy with such poor luck that the casino hires him to kind of rub off on people that are on hot streaks at tables. So they have their cameras look at, peop- at, the, at the tables, find out who's on hot streak, and then they radio to him and say, okay, head over there, throw, you know, rub off on this guy. And yeah, I that's know. That's what he does. It's, it's, it's kind of an interesting take. I, I do know William H. Macy's the cooler. I, I knew him and Baldwin were in it. Um, Ron Livingston, I didn't know he was in it. But the other thing I like out here is uh, William H. Macy's character, the guy that's super unlucky. His name's Bernie Lutz. That's that's great. I like Lutz. <laughs> yeah, that is good. That's awesome. And it's a, so it's a good movie on its and on itself, other than being a Vegas movie. Yeah, yeah I it's liked definitely it. worth I'd a watch. Give it my approval. Right. Which uh, I guess we would be. Um, Foolish not to mention Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's Thirteen, which are pretty big. But not Vegas 12. movies. Twelve, not so much. Yeah, twelve, not so much. But those, like Ocean's Eleven, I, I never saw the original one, and it was just star-studded central. So I, don't, I didn't never went out and caught it at the theater, but I did see it, and it was it was entertaining. Like I'm not going to say anything. It wasn't anything fucking spectacular, but I was I was happy I caught yeah, it. Turn and, your brain off and enjoy. You weren't going to get. You weren't going to learn anything about yourself or anyone else by watching that movie. But uh, it was it was definitely an enjoyable flick. Yeah, yeah, definitely a nice slick caper style movie. Yeah, stuff. and they do a, they do a couple twists. Uh, Soderbergh is the one that directed it, at least eleven, but they do uh they do I think twists in each one of them. Like at the end, you're like, okay, this is what happened. Oh shit, they're fucked. Oh, okay, never mind. They're no, it's actually. fine. Look at how smart they are. Yeah. Smarter than me. I'm <laughs> oh, thank <an> God. <laughs> they they were looking thirty stories thirty uh, steps ahead, and they figured it out. Yeah, it, pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, even the uh, Bond series is cashing in on the, the whole Texas Hold'em craze because yeah. they had Casino Royale with the, the heavy yeah, uh, Hold'em stuff. And I know we were talking earlier episodes the, the about ham handed explanations. Actually, yeah, it got to be annoying because they're explaining every move to people like you know we've never seen cards before, and it, it, it was all right. And it took I don't know they concentrated too much on the the poker if you ask me, but uh, Here, still Bondi's on that flush draw. Oh really? Oh that's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually getting back to that point. A little more uh, society involved. There's. Do you think so? Rounders. I, I must admit, I never saw. Maybe it's television getting just looking for more and more of an audience. I've never seen a Texas Hold'em tournament broadcast until like three three years after Rounders I, was out. I would like say it, that's probably true. Although, and then I, mean, I, I was going to say also that I I know I know multiple people that have. Texas Hold'em tournaments now. I've never, like, I know people get get used to playing poker and get together and they'll just, you know, change games based on the deal, but it's, I've, I don't know, I guess maybe maybe you're onto something. Yeah. Like, I know Rounders actually did something for the game, but I didn't think it was that crazy. Jim, you're a hundred. Uh, were people playing, uh, <laughs> people playing a lot of Texas Hold'em tournaments before Rounders got big? No, no. Back in my day, we just cast how many fingers we were holding up behind our backs. <laughs> <laughs> for goats and other livestock. For, yeah. That's uh, not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that the only movie that got quoted more than Rounders over the course of the weekend was the movie Swingers. Um, just the, the, yeah. the Vegas part of that movie I thought was pretty great. Yeah, yeah, I guess um, I have no... I have no... Uh, no, uh, no uh, what's the word? I was going to say relation, but that's not it. Uh no perspective on it because being LA, they're so they're pretty close to Vegas. So that whole night trip to Vegas, I can't really uh, relate to. Although maybe I'll do a night fly out to Vegas sometime in my life and fly back the next day. I doubt it. But um, Swingers is a fantastic movie, and like you mentioned, uh, the Vegas portion of it's probably the most quotable. But Vegas, um, yeah, and. <laughs> 
And they showed and just, the scene of him failing to win any money, which is funny. Yeah. Who's the big fun. winner at the casino tonight? Mikey's <laughs> the big winner at the casino. <laughs> but when you mentioned the bond, the bond stuff earlier, I wrote, I wrote down. I haven't seen it. I knew it was pretty big. Uh, casino oriented was Diamonds Are Forever too. Have you seen that Bond movie? I actually have not seen that movie. Oh, okay. I was hoping you did because you know it was a pretty old movie, and you were, we were just talking about you being old. All right. Yeah, and Jeff, I you haven't seen that either. movie either, right? No. Man, I was really hoping. I was really hoping. That was just a total letdown. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. I'll never mention it again. Um, how about Vegas Vacation? Have you seen that movie? No. <laughs> actually, yeah, I haven't seen that one either. Sorry. That, that's unfortunate. Um, <laughs> but, I, actually, but I heard uh, that they do do the uh, guess your, the, like, guess, yeah, guess how many fingers you're holding up. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like to that effect. But uh, Maverick's um, another movie with some good gambling in it. Oh, God, Maverick. That one. And that's kind yeah. of a, more fun, lighthearted look at gambling and conning people and stuff like that. And it's got uh, Gibson and uh, Jodie Foster in it. So yeah, that's a that's one of the rare like Jodie Foster playing the attractive, somewhat brainless, a little a little coy, I guess, female. And that she tries to do people out of their money. But yeah, usually she's in the, the heavy dramas and stuff. But yeah, yeah, this is a yeah. more lighthearted role for her. She flaunts. It's kind of refreshing, her, uh, actually. She, she pulled it off pretty well. She flaunts her ladyberries in that movie a little bit. <laughs> and, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Mel, uh, who, I forget who plays Mel Gibson's dad in that, but he was actually... The yeah, original Maverick, James Garner. Oh, so it was show. a remake? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Uh, oh, it was from the TV I, show? Yeah, he was on the TV show, and I don't remember if he was supposed to be the version from the TV show and Mel Gibson was a new character, or if Mel Gibson was the character from the TV show. And okay. Gardner right, was just... Yeah. I forget how that played out. But yeah, right. they played uh, father and son. Oops, I probably shouldn't have said that. That's kind of a spoiler. Yeah. Rewind. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, the Maverick <laughs> bites the dust. So, uh, something. Our, we have uh, some live listeners. One of the one of them mentioned. Uh, did you mention leaving Las Vegas with Nick Cage? Which we're a huge fan of Nick Cage, of course. Here it was actually a lot more like my weekend in Vegas than the rest of these. <laughs> Just drinking yourself to death, death, was that how it works? Just drinking myself to death, yes. I, I've seen this movie, the only, I, I probably would have liked it a lot more, but the, there's sort of a, a rape scene in this movie that just completely put me off edge on the whole rest and, of the movie. And, you know, the thing is, is that it completely was unnecessary yeah. in the movie. Like, it was, it was like a complete aside from the yep, plot. Yep. It really did not need to be in there at all. I completely agree with you on that. Aside from that, I thought it was a very nice, touching movie. That scene was so stupid and ridiculous. It was very frustrating. Yeah, uh, Nicolas Cage plays a giant alcoholic that was a, a Hollywood screenwriter, and he's drink, he's just drinking himself retarded to death. Elizabeth Shue, I forget how they meet in the movie. Elizabeth Shue's a, a prostitute, uh, she's right? She's a whore, yeah, but and is that... he hires her. Okay, and Elizabeth Shue, being even in the shits herself gets a, a soft heart for this guy that's pretty much dying in her arms and uh they they end up trying to wing their way back through Vegas but it's it's a sad sad fucking story but a good yeah, a good one this this is one I actually I didn't like just because of the the subject matter right right it was just um, too didn't make depressing. you thirsty no it didn't make you thirsty <laughs> so I couldn't relate to it all obviously and it's just I don't know one big downer and I already knew where it was going the whole time, so I, I didn't enjoy it very much. So, so I'd hate to end on a sad note. Is there any uh, any lighthearted ones we can end on before we move to the quiz? You mean like Rain Man, where uh, he exploits <laughs> his brother to you know beat the the house and yeah. I guess 
Wait, I've got one. I've got one. Uh, 21, uh, movie with Kevin Spacey that recently came out about counting cards. It was like the, God, so bad. Movie was so terrible, but it was a lighthearted movie about making money and a little bit of relationship building and terrible movie. Don't watch it. Kevin Spacey, shame on you. Moving on, quiz time. Uh, James, what do we got? All right. Um, today's quiz is the same format as the one we just did, uh, Last time, oh, uh, three Jesus. weeks ago, um, where I will. What are the odds that Jeff wins? <laughs> um, I'm know. not a betting man. <laughs> I want being, that being that this is a gambling uh, episode, I think we should make some odds here. But uh, yeah, so hey, I'll uh, re- Greg, I got five bucks as I win. Are you giving me odds, or is it? Are we going straight up? Do you need odds? All right, I'll be a man. Straight up, Fine, it is. Ten bucks. Straight up, it is. Straight up, it is. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, so I'll read some quotes. You guys have to identify the. Uh, the uh, actor who has uh, said all these quotes, and each quote will be from a different movie this person has been in. All right, we're guessing the actor, and you're going to give us a couple breaks in between, so the listeners. Yeah, get a yeah I'll read them one at a time, right. so so they get to realize how stupid we are. Yeah, yeah. There's there could be some tough ones in here, so we'll see. But there, I know there's some easy ones in here besides. So from what I'll... I read, the listeners beat our ass last week, or not last week, last quiz. So hopefully Jeff and I can at least work uh, work together. I'm going to say better. it again. It's a lot easier without all the pressure coming down <laughs> That's right. on you here being on the air. Yep. All right. Hit me. I got all it. All right. First one. It's in your nature to destroy yourselves. The Matrix? Oh, i got to guess the person. God, this is okay. Yeah, actor. Lawrence Fishburne. Okay, next one. To crush your enemies... See them driven before you, and hear the lamentation of their women. Hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. <laughs> what? That's a, from Conan that's the Barbarian. Conan. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. The, I, the only reason I know that is because I was watching it in a hotel room with my dad, and I had to ask him what lamentation meant. I was like eight years old. <laughs> Are you serious? That's yes. great. And the first the one was first, what, a T3? From or T2. A T2. T2. Oh, my God. Alright. I can't believe it. The governator. Point one yes. for Jeff. Alright, go ahead. Alright. Alright, uh You're everyone's problem. That's because every time you go up in the air you're unsafe. I don't like you because you're dangerous. Val Kilmer. I said it first. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> what are you talking about? Even to me, actually. Oh my god. Maybe our right. listener might have a better so, opinion of me, but Rule, yeah, rule is, uh, yeah, let's see if our live listeners can, can <laughs> facilitate. Rule is whoever, if it's a tie, whoever's losing gets the point. So, 1-1. One, one. It's like, it's like a <laughs> my show. Okay. Next you know, question. If we didn't have money on the table right now, big money on the table, uh, I think, um, I think I might let you have All that, right. but absolutely not. I, I said that first. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Next All one. Right. Did you have any idea she wasn't the right one when you were together? Next one. Can't you understand English? He said phone. He wants to call somebody. Drew Barrymore? Yes. Wow. Is that an E.T. E. reference? I'm going to warn you, I can't lose. <laughs> the first what one was the was first one? Wedding Singer. Wedding Singer. Good Lord. I was... Right. My, my, my head wants a Drew Barrymore, too. I just didn't... I should have said Three it. Nothing. <laughs> Three nothing. Three <laughs> nothing. Right. My ass. Go ahead. All right. Pete Garrison and I are having an affair. Please have a seat, and that's for you. You know, I don't know all the evidence that you have against him, but I do know why he failed the lie detector test, and I know why he was in the off- or in the coffee shop looking for someone. Oh, shit. All right. Next one. 
I just have this chemical imbalance, almost like an allergy to alcohol. It just makes me crazy. Nicole Kidman. Julia Roberts? Incorrect. It's not Nicole Kidman? It is not. Nor Julia Roberts? No. No. Next one. (laughs) Take me, Garth. Uh. Fuck, what's her name? It's, um, it's, it's, oh, God, Kim Basinger, that's why. It, yes. it, I was thinking Kim Basinger the whole goddamn time, and I said Nicole Kidman. The wow, first one's from The Sentinel, just right? off my head, and my cat went tearing out of the <laughs> room right there. The first one's The Sentinel, right? What was that? The first one's from the movie The Sentinel? Correct, yeah. Correct. Okay, yeah, that was the one, like, the first one I was thinking, okay, what's that bitch's name? All right, go. All right. Uh, sorry, I said bitch. All right, it's like it brings... It's like it brings your innermost desires to life. If deep down you're a little repressed and a hopeless romantic, you become some kind of love-crazy wild man. Will Ferrell, next. Next one. Is there any risk of brain damage? Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey. Yes. Someone, come yeah, on, God, people. God. That was me first. Listeners, anyone? Dude, Honestly, I couldn't even hear crazy. you say anything on that one to tell you. Are you truth. serious? I said Jim Carrey. <laughs> I, I was I was literally three seconds okay, yeah. ahead of you there. And our live listener has the same response. I, I didn't hear any. I could have driven to your house by the time. You, All right, yeah. No, I, I won. This. And when when this is edited together, people will hear the truth. So don't yeah, worry who's about it. Do the editing. Actually, is my question. Hmm, I wonder. All right. You got to have a boyfriend, don't you? Otherwise, it's just you and a cat. And before you know it. Forty candles on your birthday cake. Forty candles? Yes. Next one. That's when you know you found somebody special. When you can just shut the fuck up for a minute and comfortably enjoy Uma the Thurman. Yes. What's the first one from? Uh, the Truth About Cats and Dogs. Oh, God. No wonder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff beat, beat me full hand, very heavy-handedly that time. All right. Next, All right. next, next. next. All right. Now I can say that I fucked a U.S. Marshal. Do you think I will? <laughs> think of it as a hobby, something you do to relax. You're an assassination enthusiast. Pierce Brosnan? Ne- no. Oh, no. Next one. Do they look like psychos? Is that what they look like? They were vampires. Psychos do not explode when sunlight hits them. I don't give a fuck how crazy they are. What the fuck? George Clooney? Yes, George Clooney is correct. Oh, no. Is that a burn after reading? I am wiping the fucking floor with you. (laughs) What did we decide? 500,000? What did we bet? The first one about the U.S. Marshal was out of sight. The second one was Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. And that last one was from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, my God. All right. All right. It's like 5-3 or something, I think, is what the actual score is. But go on. I never should (laughs) have... I never should have picked a name like that. A name like that, you got to live up to. What's your last name? Hmm. Really? Want to know something? I got one of the first cars ever made here. I got the first car ever. I don't think I want it anymore. As a matter of fact, why don't you take the keys, okay? I'd rather have one of those cars. You know how Tom when Cruise. you make a... What's that? <laughs> I just guessed Tom Cruise, but it was just a guess. Go ahead. No. You know how when you make a copy of a copy, it's not as sharp as, well, the original? Michael Keaton. Correct. Are you seriously going to quote multiplicity on the show? Is uh, that, I sure is am. That... 
Some people can get it. Getting a little, getting a little prickly uh, down there. Huh? The first oh, one about like, the last name was Johnny what's Dangerously. What's the weather like down there at one point? Oh, Johnny Dangerously, an excellent movie. Which we, and, we and the second one about the cars was Gung Ho, and that last one was uh, Multiplicity. Michael Keaton. You want to know the, something hilarious, Craig? I haven't seen any of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hi-oh. Then, then I'm doing a good job taking my quotes. Where's uh? Shit! What's the movie? What's the movie with him that you had me watch, Jeff? The the midnight uh, thing. Night shift. Night shift. I'm gonna have to that, that one, but I've heard good things. All right. It's pretty Here's funny. Well, the belted earl has spoken. All I see are hired thieves. Okay. Next one. Rats in a maze. Men in a cage. Alan Rickman. Nope. That'd be awesome. Next one. If you guys want to go home, go ahead. But that gold, that's the only dream I've got left. What the fuck? Oh, God. Um. I have no idea, dude. Not, not one. Not one. No, Is next I, one? I... You have more, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. I crap bigger than you. <laughs> Sean Astin. Nope. Yeah, this, this is the last name. one. It's the wrong name. Jack, it's an important job. I need someone I can trust. You are my number one guy. Oh, I don't know who that guy's Jack- name is. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Curly. It's Curly. Yeah, it's, it's the guy from... You, you quoted Tango and Cash earlier. Yes, oh. it is that What's guy. That, I don't know his guy's name. It's Jack Balance. Jack. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the first one about the hired thieves is Young Guns. Rats in oh a Maze was Tango and Cash. The gold was Curly's gold. The crap bigger than you was City Slicker. Curly's gold. Was... I can't believe it. Can you, so do us, do everyone a favor. Can you please read the last quote with the actual like accent and the, the enunciations he had from the film, please? <laughs> the, uh, the, the number one guy one? No, I, I, I yes. can't do that justice. Oh, All right, it's... next one. You're my number one. Nothing exceeds like oh, excess. I didn't hear nothing, it. What's nothing exceeds like excess. You should know that, Tony. Singing feelings knee deep in paper orchids and plastic tiki lamps is not exactly my idea of a fun evening. Mm, no idea. Sam, I can go at least another nine rounds, but you gotta let me in. Not Casablanca. <laughs> Next. <laughs> There's a ghost in my house. <laughs> What's that? There's a ghost in my house. I saw her in the water, beside me, in the bathtub. Is it Paul Giamatti? No. I like that. Last one. There are no victims in this classroom. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer? The guy from Yes. Michael. Michelle Pfeiffer is correct. Yes! Dangerous Minds wins the day. I thought you were guessing the guy from summer school. (laughs) (laughs) The the person in the the principal. The excess one was was Scarface, singing feelings with the Fabulous Baker Boys. Uh, Sam is I Am Sam. The ghost of my house Uh, is What Lies Beneath. Wow. A lot of, a lot of big, big movies there. Alright, one more, one more, I'd, then we got I had move. completely forgotten that she was in Scarface, cause I, I even knew that that was from Scarface, and then, and then I forgot. Right. So go ahead. What well, last one? We gotta get moving. 
Oh, which one do I want to do This one matters. Here? This one's for some of the marbles, right, Greg? Some of the marbles. You always make me pick between my children here. Um. <laughs> all right, let's go with this one. I had to live with that squealing, corpulent little toad all these years. God, I hate that woman. I... I hate the way she, that she looks stamps. I hate her furniture, and I hate that little sound that she makes when she sleeps. Jack Nicholson? Nope. Next one. This is. I just want to point out that that's from a movie that later he says he loves all those things, isn't it? And I just don't remember what it is. All right, go ahead. Not to my knowledge, to tell you the truth. All okay. right, Julius, don't do this to me. I got a car to deliver. The last thing I need is a detour to the slammer. Have a car to deliver? C A R? Correct. Correct. Right. Harvey Keitel? Nope. Next one. Oliver. John Travolta. Fa- <laughs> Oliver. My father used to say that a man can never outdo a woman when it comes to love and revenge. Good Next birds. one. Someone's going to get killed, and you're farting around with prehistoric animals. Come on, Ira. Let's forget about this one. I've got a real bad feeling about it. Real bad. What the fuck? I'm completely lost. Jeff Goldblum? Ron Silver. (laughs) No. (laughs) Next one. It's Christmas Eve in the City of Angels, and while decent citizens sleep the sleep of the righteous, hopheads prowl for marijuana not knowing that a man is coming to stop them. Celebrity crime stopper Jack Vicenes. Scourge of the grasshoppers and dope fiends everywhere. You like it, Jackie boy? Who says it? It's, uh... It's, uh, shit, DeVito. Yes, DeVito is Yes, correct. thank God. And that's the from first one. Uh, L.A. Confidential, which... Correct. Bay Singer's in that, too, for extra the points. Roses. The first God. one about the I hate everything about her was Ruthless People. Julius is Twins. Oliver was Revenge Women was War of the Roses. Yeah, and the prehistoric that. animals in Ira was Romancing the Stone. Oh, yeah. He was talking to his brother. I should have got Romancing the Stone. Um, <coughs> so I mean, so you I've got three. two left, but no, we need right, to go. We need to move on. Okay, we're stopping. We're, yeah, yeah. we're running super long. Uh, good quiz again. I, I really like that one. Yeah, unfortunately, great job, Jim. Unfortunately, we're not as well. Thanks. I don't. I think collectively, we're not ooh, as good. Ooh, ooh, I'm not going to forget this time. But there is a theme. And I don't know if oh. you guys want me to try and get or have you guys try and guess it now or just do it on forums. Dude, I, do I'm, forums. yeah, do it on the forums. I, okay. So there's a theme to those questions you just asked, just this week, right? The, the, the answers people, to those Yeah, the answers have a commonality to them. Okay, cool, cool. We'll put it up on the boards, com, and we'll put it on Facebook this time. Jeff, get ahead of that. So yeah. um, we're running a little long here. Parker Posey's play-along, uh, something we love here at the, the movie hour. We bring it up every week. Uh, one of us throws out a question, the other two answer it on the fly, and then we bring it to the forums and Facebook uh, for people to answer it. And last week was Jim's question. James, would you like to uh, remind our viewers? Uh, it wasn't my question. Wasn't last oh, week it's my Jeff's question. question. Jesus, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. You're the fucking worst host ever. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> I don't know movies. I don't know my friends. Go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I thought it was a pretty good question. Turns out I was dead wrong. Um, what's your favorite origin story for a character in a movie? Uh, we got a few good answers. The issue, the answers we got were excellent answers, so I don't feel bad at all about the um, about the question. I uh, I think I think great answers. Um, let's see, particularly Jarv's answer, and I feel extra bad because uh, Jarv last week posted a little bit late, and we weren't able to get him into the show. 
and he had a great answer for last week too. But this week, uh, SLC Punk, the two main characters, uh, are, are kind of like dorks, and um, and then one of them pops in a uh, a punk like a punk tape. And it like totally changes their lives, and and that's like where the movie kicks off from, basically. So it's, it's a pretty cool movie. I don't think a lot of people, well, maybe they have, I don't know, but I don't think a lot of people have seen that movie, and it's actually pretty cool if I recall correctly. Yeah, so cool. I'm glad Jarv brought that up. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just happy Joshua got to mention six point seven from Virtuosity because he's been <laughs> probably holding that in his pocket for a long time. So I'm glad he <laughs> used it for something. Um, but well, the, actually, well, I, that, I still I've like never Greg's even answer. Heard of that movie? Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, lots, and people agreed with me too, all over the place. And uh, yeah, I want to, I, I want to bring up, even though this question didn't make it to the Facebook, uh, we had a, a slew of answers from uh, a fan called Jake. Uh, I'll just use his first name. That put it in answers all over the board, and I'm happy that uh, people are still using the Facebook stuff. And uh, he had some really good answers. Some of the other questions that don't uh, pertain to this podcast, but. Uh, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy he's here. That posting. kid's pretty cool if you ask me. Yeah, he's got some good answers. Not uh, that anybody needed to ask me. Yeah, we don't. Uh, and we will be asking though, James. You have our part next Parker Posey, correct? That's yes. why I said James um, before. I'm ahead of myself. Go yeah. ahead. Um, today's question: um, What actor would you like to see get more recognition for his or her talent? So, hmm. kind of an understated, like an unsung hero type. You know, somebody who's just been in the the works for a while and just not getting the respect or accolades or enough work, some kind of recognition. Um, Dibs I'm going over for Jeff. Dibs I'm going over for Jeff. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going with David Morse. Um, I think he does a really good job. He usually has, you know, is just the, you know, the character actor type. I think he shows a wide range of abilities. He does warmth and roles like, uh, from Contact and Hearts on Atlantis. He can be creepy, like from 12 Monkeys, and he can even be like the intense soldier guy from like The Rock or a killer from Disturbia. So I think he's got some range, and I think he's paid some pretty good dues, even starting way back with St. Elsewhere. So I think he deserves a, a lot more recognition than he gets. He, you're right. And, that's a good answer. And he's in contact with Bill Clinton. Right. Yes, that's true. <laughs> it's not very often someone can out-act so, Bill Clinton. Yeah, yeah, completely true. Jeff, go ahead. I said Meryl Streep earlier. That was a joke. Um, she's nominated every single year for something. So, um, the immediate thing that popped into my mind was Jim Carrey. I've said it so many times on this show how great I think he is when he tries to be. That having been said, he really doesn't uh, try that often. I don't think. I think he's in a lot of garbage and really could be. In, you know, pick his pick his spots a little bit better. So I'm going to go with Bill Murray. I knew you're. Uh, see, that's what I was going to say. Thanks. Go ahead. Yeah, yet to be nominated for uh, for an Academy Award for for acting, and that's ridiculous. What are you talking about? He was nominated for. Uh, he was nominated for uh, Lost, for in, Lost Translation. in Translation. He didn't I'm win. Sorry. Yeah. Yet, to, yet to win one. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yet to win yeah. one. Not happy. Not happy. So, and since you stole my answer, I'm going to think of one on the fly. Go with Jim right. Carrey. David. <laughs> Jim Carrey is one I was. While you're of. thinking, live listener Rogi has mentioned uh, Diman Hansu, who he has really liked in. Uh, what the heck was the name of that movie? Oh, In America was the name of that movie. Right. Uh, really good job there. He's also uh, the Gladiator's uh, buddy. From All right. The, oh, with the, the scar? Uh, does he have a scar? The guy remember. with the big scar? I'm sorry. you. Or is it the there. huge guy? The huge guy. Not the the black guy. The guy from Africa or wherever he said he was from. Oh, okay. That guy. That guy. Yeah, yeah he is good. Yeah. I have an answer. And the answer is Steve Buscemi. And it's the best answer yet. Um Steve Buscemi is in a lot of movies. He's, 
I guess you could, you might be able to call him one of the uglier actors out there. Maybe that's why he doesn't get as much recognition, but he plays yeah, if everything. If you're able to speak English, you'd be able to call him that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just said uglier actors, that's all I said. He's a beautiful human being, he's a beautiful man. Um, plays everything, does a great job, he's my boy too, so he deserves a little more press. And I hope, I think everyone on the Gunga Pit at least agrees, everyone loves this guy, and, I just think, you know, he doesn't even get up there for any of the acts or anything. He's he's a genius person. And he's, of course, in uh, the Coen, a lot of the Coen Brothers films, and I'm a big fan of them, too. So I guess I'm a little biased. That's, that, we're, that's what we're here for. I feel for. like he and Turturro kind of go hand-in-hand in, hand in those in that regard. But What's that? I feel like he and Turturro kind of go hand-in-hand yeah, hand in that regard. Yeah, that's true. Turturro does do a lot of work with them, too. Uh, good answers and a good question. Can you uh, say it one more time to remind our listeners? And again, it will be at the gungapit.com forums, and you can also find and it maybe at the, Facebook at the Movie Hour Facebook. Maybe if Jeff gets on gets on the horse. So, what was the question once once more? Uh, yes, once again, it is: What actor would you like to see get more recognition for his or her talent? And that could be awards, accolades, or just more work or whatever. Just you think he needs to get you know, some more props. Okay. Perfect. So, yep, you'll catch that on the boards. Uh, yeah, James, Jeff, another another one done. And, uh, yeah, thank you for the input. Yep, hope everyone enjoyed. Drive safe. Sorry this one ran a little long, everybody, but thank you for joining us. It is the story time. So, the Gina Davis story time movie hour. Take care. I was thinking about the, the Gina Davis, I'm never going to make anything better than Beetlejuice movie hour, but, you know, that's not going to work. It's a little long. The Gina Davis bacteria culture movie hour. How about the Gina Davis facsimile face movie hour? The Gina Davis movie hour. What's this? The Gina Davis sawdust face movie hour. The Gina Davis has a penis movie hour, but that, that was... Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's right. Gina Davis has a 10-inch penis <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, it's way funnier. I don't know. <laughs> it's not news enough that she has a penis. <laughs> Ten inch. Yeah, it's like yeah. Everyone knew she had it. It was just how big.